What's up, daddies? I wanted to thank everyone for all those five-star ratings on iTunes. We're almost up to 300, Brooks. That's huge. It's huge, but you have cracked 1,000. I cracked 1,000. I'm interviewing Leonardo DiCaprio tomorrow. Because you got 1,000. Uh, 1,000 likes. Star, because that's the name of the game. 1,000 reviews. Five-star reviews and telling your friends that's how you grow a well, quality program. Don't the daddies want nice things? Well, Don't. also, like... I've if you listen to entry level um, I have been making a promise for about a year now that I personally know Leonardo DiCaprio and he said he'd love to be a guest he just doesn't do podcasts with less than a thousand reviews and once I have a thousand <laughs> he'll do it and this is a hundred percent true and I have not painted myself into a corner I don't know how and, you're gonna pull this off Brooks oh I know how I'm gonna pull off Leo's coming over tomorrow we got a time set and everything I can't wait it's very exciting he's coming here you have to tidy up make everything tip top no no that's why Leo hangs out with me he likes to remember what it's like you know be you know kind of slum it a little bit he likes to keep it real yeah he likes to keep it real i don't think he ever more. had to slum it he was rich when he was a little kid on growing pains mm, well, that's what we're going to discuss too his his work on growing it's pains. his first job yeah yeah his first job growing <laughs> pains. um so yeah so you know that thousand reviews um uh, my, my reviews people who review it have it's just turned into um can't wait to see how Leonardo DiCaprio, this Leonardo DiCaprio thing turns out. Um, what's going to happen now? Like people, I'm, I feel like, you know, I'm going to deliver. I'm going to deliver. I'm excited to hear it, Brooks. Yeah. Also, I want to remind everyone for the tw on the 25th, which will be uh, if you're listening to this on Thursday, like a good daddy, the day it comes out, it's the final day to order the really looking forward to the weekend yeah. wine tumblers for Mother's Day. They're super rad. They come in 12 colors. And I'll let you in on a secret. Because I'm lazy, I haven't taken down the 420 discount code for 20% off from the Weed Weekend. So, because you listened on the drop day, you can still use that code 420 for anything, including the new Weekend Tees. We're, we're a huge hit, Brooks. Oh, that's great. Huge hit. Made me very, very happy. That's so many great. people enjoying those and rocking those, repping the show. It's fucking rad. That's awesome. Today, Brooks, we got a guy who steals a fire truck and then he moons the cops. Mm -hmm. We got a crazy ex who harassed a guy with 159,000 psychotic text messages. An MMA fighter who smokes some dude for tugging it in front of her while she's doing a photo shoot. And a listener tells us how we at the Power Moves program helped him get out of a ticket. And there's so much more. Oh, that's very exciting. All based on your ticket experience from last week, Brooks. What was my ticket You got experience? a parking ticket during the show. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh I can't wait to hear about Well, this, this guy, we, we apparently spouted some knowledge, and this guy kicked it off to get out of that mm -hmm. shit. Mm -hmm. Daddy's helping daddies. Mm -hmm. Live from Los Angeles. Woo! California. You're listening to Power Move, Daddy. Yeah, we're making power moves. Rock in a Detroit groove to some American dudes out making power moves. Straight out of Grand Block, Michigan. Rock in a cold one in each hand. My buddy Dave and I are Americans just making power moves. Ripping heaters and chugging paps. Now he lied with no class. Blowing shit up and chasing ass. Yeah, we're making power moves. Yeah, we're making power moves. Right to a Detroit groove Just all American dudes Out making power moves yeah. And we're back Very exciting B-dubs, what's up, man? Not much uh, I've sh I'm, I if you listen last week, you know I started a new workout routine, and I have since um, ruined my body. Oh yeah, 
I ran. It's got to be taking a toll. How long? How much have you ran? Uh, I ran every day at least six miles. Yesterday I ran nine miles. So I ran like like thirty, like like forty miles in the last week. Which going from like nine to forty is kind of my feeder. Well, that's your thing. So let's just get into it. Try and do my thing. Yeah. I gotta say it so it's official, bro. Absolutely. Yeah. Trying to do my thing is getting is getting fit. Getting uh, refit. Getting re getting back to fit. Um, I don't know why I chose now after all the pilot season stuff is over. Um, but I just got back from I came back from Pittsburgh from the NCAA wrestling tournament. Uh, where I drank like a thousand beers and uh, I just looked terrible. Well, you so. get you get a little bloat going on. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, I've switched to no beer. And you and watched all those fine young studs mm-hmm. wrestling around with their taut bods, and so, you're like, I used to be that guy. So hunky, so hunky. I was never as strong as those guys, but I was like, I was never this fat either. So now I'm, uh, you know, I got the wall. I got the the. Uh, the almonds over there, and then the, and the new the new running. The You're new, drinking a smoothie right now. Drinking a smoothie, running, just trying you know trying to do my thing, get back in shape. Plus, when Leo comes over, I don't look good. I worked out uh, yesterday, and I took last week off for the first time uh, in like four months because you got to take you got to take a break, give your muscles and a little break to to uh, to uh, recover. Yeah, recover a little bit. And uh, boy, am I fucking sore as shit today, Brooks. I got out. Of, I got out of bed this morning and forgot that I worked out yesterday. Yeah. You ever do that? Like, you know, you, you do an upper body workout. You don't do that a whole lot. No, but when I've, you do and you forget the next day, you're like, why do I feel like I was hit by a baseball yeah, bat? It is so, it is, yeah, my legs are not good right now. My boy titties are so tend. Yeah. So tend. My, my little guys. How was your weekend, Brooks? Man, it was a big weekend. You had you had Good Friday on Friday. Oh yeah. Saturday was four twenty, and then Easter on Sunday. I took it well. Uh, the weekend Which, was great. I went to Ohio on Good Friday. It was a really fun trip up there. Um, bought some soap from a lady in a garage. That she feels was, good. Support a small business. Yeah, like it was. That. She was so sweet. She was nice. And then we walk into this wine this wine shop. This uh, they're having a tasting. Cool. And they they have a record spinning. I'm like, oh, cool record player. And she was like, throw whatever you want on. So I get to DJ, and it's for the whole wine thing. <laughs> it's, it's the best. I, it's all I've ever wanted. It's just it's the best. All I've ever wanted. I threw on uh, Pet Sounds by the Beach Boys, and then um, Gabs was like, why don't we listen to this Muddy Waters thing? And I'm like, well, we got it. We can't just be ripping it on and off. So we let we let side one finish, and then we listened to Muddy Waters live at Newport and drank wine, and then went to some hot springs, and it was the most fun ever. That that is my dream is to uh, at any party is to be in charge of music and be able to just be off to the side and just yeah. play tunes and drink and not and have to talk to people plan for the whole, but for the whole this giant wine winery was so fun showing them what's up DJ B dubs yeah. dubs 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 yeah dubs. it was great and then yeah Easter was fun I did Tim Robinson has turned this new tradition uh, of stand up for his children. I watched the video of it on I've got Instagram. The, I've got the full. I've got the full sets by me and Mike. It looks them. hilarious. Yes, because you're doing non vulgar humor, but actual jokes that you would tell to an adult to yeah. children. Well, it started. It started last year where Mike O'Brien, who is our friend, who was on Saturday Night Live uh, and now makes the show IP Bio. Um, he was at Tim's. For, Tim has Easter at his place. Tim Robinson is also a writer at SNL, has a new show on Netflix. Yeah, on Netflix. if you haven't seen 
the new program. It's on called. Netflix. Yeah, I think you should leave with Tim Robinson. It's really funny. But it's great. There's 17 minute episodes. There's six. There's six. You can. I ripped them all last night. They're like very nothing. funny. They're very funny. And uh, so it started last year. The origins of this thing, and Tim wants to grow it uh, to where O'Brien had to leave early to go do a set, and he's like, "We'll do it for the kids." So they make. There's like. 15 kids there they make them sit down and really listen to o'brien's full real set <laughs> right so this year uh we're hanging out and then o'brien shows up with he's writ he's got he worked on a set just for this now and then <laughs> they're like do you want to open for him and i was like okay so they sit all the kids down and tell them you have to really listen laugh if it's funny don't laugh if it's not funny and i came out to like motley crew and uh yeah that's so much fun. Did my did my stand up? Uh, Kids, you know when you're taking a dump no, and your dad comes in and is like, "Mow the lawn." No, no, but I was doing. I was talking about like uh, real stuff. I was talking about the Michael Jackson documentary. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was insane. Hey, what kids, was listen up. I, I was talking you're gonna about. Wanna, you're gonna want to hear this one. I was talking about Notre Dame. Uh, about how uh, it's wild that it burned down because I was just there the day of smoking cigarettes like in the bathroom <laughs> with, with some, some of you guys. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's, it, I don't know. Either way, it was so funny, and it's now it's like people want to. Uh, they're like, can we get it next year? It's very fun. I forgot to mention how after your trip to the hot springs, you forgot your key, you locked yourself out of this apartment. I did. Well, with I was Gabrielle. I was standing outside, and then. I'm standing outside and uh, Gabs walks outside and I just hear clunk clunk. And I'm like, there's no way she has her keys. She never has her keys. I don't have my keys. Uh, and yeah, it was an immediate like, well, we don't have keys. So we had to come find them. We had to come find you. You had to go wait at the bar for me. Yeah. Because here's what I was doing. I uh, And we were in the middle of like a, of a tiff. It didn't help the tiff. I'll tell you that. <laughs> there's a reason we were in. I was standing oh, outside. Oh, that'll make you so steamed. Yeah. I was You're already like, ste keys. steamed on steamed. Yeah. I was like, I was like. We were like late for something and then it just shot the whole day. So you went outside in the middle of a of a squabble and you're like, I'm going to go cool off. Well, it wasn't and even cool she off. she just came out and shut the door. No, like, it, oh my God. It wasn't like a cool off, but I'm like, she was taking forever to get ready. I'm like, I'm just going to go get in the car. So I'm outside like waiting. Tapping your fingers on the steering wheel. Well, but I don't have my keys. I'm just like outside. like <laughs> I think I was watering our tomato plants because now we got a little garden going on. Uh, and yeah, either way. So we had to call you and... Yeah, you had to come well, help us out. I had to walk back from Glendale uh, to to the bar by my place where you were waiting. And here's why I was in Glendale is I went and bought a new swimsuit on Friday. Ooh. And like I bought a like a real short one, like nylon, because I want something that dries so I can go inside and just sit on the couch afterwards because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. my one that I have now is cotton. I've, I've had seen it for a long it. time. I've been there. And I... Uh, I got home and tried it on in front of the mirror and oh. our mirrors are not flattering in our house. Whatever. Yeah, they have like a concave to them that makes little, you look like five to 10 pounds heavier pudge. And I looked so bad. I was like, Oh no. no. Yeah. So I took it back to H and M on Saturday and got a new one. I tried them all on, had Melissa look. She's like, no, you don't, you don't look fat. You look good in this one. It has good lines. And, and I was happy with it. Right. And, uh, so I exchanged it, and then I went through the mall. We decided to do like regular mall shopping, and we walked by Abercrombie, and they had a big sale. And she's like, Abercrombie has some good shit sometimes, like shorts and Great stuff. stuff. And I was like, fuck it, yeah. Let's go into Abercrombie. Everything's 50% off. I found an even better bathing suit. So you bought so three Melissa bathing suits. Melissa has to watch me try on five more bathing suits. Oh, my god! And then we have to go back to H&M, where I just blatantly say, look, I know it looks shady. That I took a suit back earlier today mm. from Friday, and now I'm returning this one also. But 
I got a better deal on one at Abercrombie across the way. I'm sure you can understand You've good value. turned into our dad. I'm crazy. Yeah. I'm a crazy person. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, just throw this one in the garbage. <laughs> no, I need good value, bro. Right, also, I bought this with a gift card for my sister that I still had from Christmas. So I was enjoying the value of this being a purchase mm -hmm. that was completely free. Also, I'm Brizok. So you... Used a gift card and then returned it twice. <laughs> yeah, which okay. looks so fucking shady. Yeah. Yeah. Because I had a backpack on. Melissa's going in and out of the in the dressing room with different things. I could have well, stolen like 20 swimsuits during yeah. this whole altercation. Yeah, yeah. Nicole Byer gives gives the lowdown on how to steal from establishments on her episode of Entry Level. She's uh, also oh. been arrested three times for stealing. So. <laughs> I think I have that on my episode also. Yeah. Where I talk about how when we were kids, we had, we had a hustle that we would take our... We, when we would get a gift for Christmas, you would ask for the receipt from like grandma when you get some new guest jeans or something. And then you'd go back to the store with a bag from another store, steal the exact same pair, then go directly to the counter and say, these didn't fit, but I want this pair. Mm -hmm. Give them the receipt and then get the cash back. Boom, 50 bucks and a free pair of jeans, baby. Don't do that, guys. No, you can steal. I don't give a fuck. Steal from any <laughs> corporation. Just don't steal from mom and pop shops. All right, we got things to do. We got to keep the show rocking. I'm going to Sizzler after this, Brooks. Oh, that sounds great. I, could, I would go, but my, my, my uh, diet doesn't allow it right I've been, now. I've been uh, taking care of uh, Vince Averill's cats. Uh, always tune into uh, uh, We Watch Wrestling if you're a wrestling fan for, to see uh, Vince and Matt McCarthy. But I've been taking care of his cats. He's For a thank you, he's taking me to a Sizzler lunch. That and sounds That great. sounds fun. Yeah. And I'm, I think I'm going to have to do the After Dark with Vince after Sizzler. So you get a recap yeah. of, of our Sizzler I experience. I can't go to Sizzler because like no matter what I get, I fill up on the delicious nachos. That's right. I know, but I think I'm going to try and behave. Their nacho cheese is so good. I know. I think it's I'm. So I think good. I'm just going to go just steak and then chips and nacho cheese. Dude, chips and nacho cheese are so good. Like, can I just have and some people are like, "Well, the buffet people breathe on it. The, whatever's in that it's nacho hot. cheese is going to kill anything. Hot. Yeah, that's going to kill it all. Being hot kills germs. It's hot nacho cheese. Let's get into some power news you can use. Stolen vehicle pursuit. Ends with man dancing on truck and mooning police officers. Sounds pretty rad. This is in Albuquerque, New Mexico. An Albuquerque man is accused of stealing a vehicle from an Albuquerque fire rescue station, causing a pursuit with local police. Police say Anthony Pacheo, Pacheco stole an AFR Chevy Tahoe. That's a nice truck. Yeah. From, from a bay at their station on Thursday, and he drove the vehicle to an area near Western Skies. Western Skies sounds like a nice place. Brooks, your mic went out. We're having some mic issues. No, no, oh, no, I can't hear you, Brooks. Guy, having some connectivity issues. That's fine. Hold on. Oh, I can't hear a goddamn thing, Brooks. Well, how is this my fault? How is this my fault? Oh, I don't know. I just assume something's broken. It's your fault. No, it's, it's not my fault. I told you before we started. There we the go. The mic is a little goofy. And I'm you're back. Trying to pour some water here. When officers discovered the, lifestyle's the, tough. the vehicle, when officers discovered the vehicle, a pursuit took place. And the dude is uh, accused of trying to hit another officer with the stolen Tahoe, eventually crashed into another person's vehicle in the area of Lomas and San Mateo. Authorities say that the citizen was not injured and was escorted away. Police say Pacheco took off in the vehicle yet again until he stopped at a dead end. According to police officers, he exited the Tahoe wearing an AFR jacket and stood on top of the vehicle before flipping officers off and then stepping down and mooning authorities before he was taken into custody. Sounds pretty rad. <laughs> so he, he steals one of their trucks from the fire department. 
And then when they bust him, he moons. He, them. he puts on the jacket, moons them, and then at some point he got out of the car, put the jacket on, and did a Michael Jance, <laughs> Michael Jackson dance on top of the car, mooned us, and flipped us off. He did the moonwalk and mooned. He did a moonwalk on top of the truck while mooning and giving them the finger. The moon on the moon. That's all the things. The moon while mooning. The moon moon. The moon moon. Ooh, guy, that's toast. I mean, that's that's dope. This is, guy is fucking wild, man. Dude, f- like doing the moonwalk while having your ass out? It's hilarious. That's not like it really hurt anyone. No. I, I wish he didn't anyone. try and hit a civilian. Like, sure, yeah. Like that, that, that's, but other than that. <laughs> that's what I was fine about. I don't want to like, encourage these things, but Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's why I would. If feel your like, buddies did this, and when you were seventeen, you'd be like, "Oh man, Daryl is awesome. He oh, stole yeah. a police truck, a fire truck, and then he started mooning everyone." We tell the story every five minutes. Oh yeah, of course. He's like, "Watch Varsity Blues." Yesterday. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Phoenix woman accused of harassing man with one hundred and fifty nine thousand texts. Says I it's, mean, this has got to be. You have to have a bot to do this. Says it's ridiculous that she's in jail. How do you? I don't understand how you could send that many texts unless you have like a computer programming degree. <laughs> I can't believe that it turned into this. I can't believe I'm actually in jail over some text messages. <laughs> Jacqueline Ada said in an interview with the Arizona Republic. Ada's reportedly met the unidentified Paradise Valley man via Luxy. A dating site for millionaires. Is that like, is that like a, uh, oh, this is, you're killing me. This fu- microphone. Oh, it can't be killing you. It's not my fault. The uh, Luxie. Have you heard of Luxie? I have not heard of Luxie. I'm, I'm out of the da- dating app game. But you were on, on Raya. I was on Raya. Which is like a hot person dating If site. you have a bunch of gram followers or you're a babe. Or you're a babe dude or a babe, babe, babe. Yeah, yeah. My, I, it's, it's real scummy, but there is a lot of babes on it. <laughs> if, you're, if you're wondering, I used, uh, I used you and Eric Andre as references, and then uh, I did not get on because Uh-oh. not because all my picks are Mountain Dew yeah. or me looking like crap. Yeah, <laughs> that's just no. normal. Uh, yeah, no, not a hot guy. A lot of a lot I'm of a sexy elf. A lot of babes on there, but uh, but not nobody. I, I met Ga- met Gabrielle she, uh, in real life, which uh, you know I met. You know, you make cool people on there. Yeah, she, you, can, you can meet real people. But I'm saying Raya was like the most superficial one because it's just like, how? oh, you're kind of famous? Cool. Well, I've never heard of Luxie. I've not heard of it. It's Luxie. just for millionaires. That means like you're, I mean, can a dude go on there and find like a sugar mama? I, it sounds like, it sounds, it sounds superficial just like Raya. I, I know, but I mean, it just sounds like it's straight up, hey, this person's rich. You should fuck him and try and get some money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, isn't that that sounds like uh, if you're on that app, you know what's going down. So the two went on a date, uh, but the chick allegedly became infatuated and continued to pursue him. However, the man said to be the CEO of a skincare products company was not interested in a relationship. He's like the the CEO of a vino or some yeah, shit. Yeah, oil Olay. Oil of Olay, COO, CEO. He reportedly called police in July 2017 when he discovered Ada's parked outside his home. Oh, no. After the call, Ada's allegedly started sending him threatening texts, including one that stated, I'd wear your... It, and it's weird because it's, she sent in 159,000 texts, so there's lots of typos. 
Yeah, no, that's why I don't understand how you can even do this. This is an example of one. I'd wear your fascia and the top of fur skull in your hands and feet, which I think is I'd wear your face and the top of your skull and your hands and feet. Oh, boy. <laughs> what the fuck? Okie dokie. Also, I'd make sushi out of your kidneys and chopsticks out of your hand bones. <laughs> You know, at the sushi, I do sushi sounds pretty good, right? Hand now. bones. I don't know. I'm just now. I'm hungry. <laughs> You're, like she wants to cut off his fingies and use those for chopsticks. To that eat, sounds pretty to good. To eat his kidneys. This There's, is this is a fucking wild woman. I mean, this is a crazy person. I know, but then when we, we're going to talk about how she uh, she doesn't think she's crazy, which well, is most crazy people don't. Yeah, but she has a pretty firm grasp on it. Uh, in a recent interview with the Ada, said she was just playing around. <laughs> Yeah, that's just that's just some pillow talk. I'm just goofing. I'm just goofing. I just want to cut your body open. I'm I, talking about I want to wear your skin. Talking about wearing his skin. I want to parking outside his house. I you know, cut off your hands and feet, skin, and wear them like gloves and shoes. And then I want to wear your hair hat. That's just fun and flirty. Man, I'm just trying to get your dick hard. She's doing her thing. Man, wouldn't your dick get so hard if I cut your face off and wore it? Oh my god. Oh goodness. I said. If I had a perverted imagination, what would I think, Ada said. And then I wrote all these weird things. Just like I was literally playing with my imagination, and it turned out that it scared him. (laughs) (laughs) You can't handle my creativity, baby. I'm a writer. I'm I'm proficient. I'm prolific. prolific. Cut out, Brooks. I I don't know what to tell you. I I guess we got to get a new mic. Or cords. Probably cords. I don't know. Adis has been in the Maricopa County Jail for nearly a year following the initial allegations <laughs> for text messages. <laughs> She's pleaded not guilty to criminal trespassing and stalking, but in March was determined to be mentally incompetent during a Rule 11 hearing to evaluate her mental status. And I think we have to let her uh, try to defend herself. She told the Arizona Republic that she was eager to go to trial. She's, she's like, let's bring it on, man. Yeah. Bring on that shit. Adding that she was not only confident that she would be freed, but that she'd also be reunited with the man. Oh, no. She still thinks they're going to get together. She hasn't let it go. Oh, boy. This guy needs to move to a different country. Well, restraining order, which sounds like he probably has. I don't think this chick really... uh responds to restraining you go to jail she's already in jail she's ready to get out of jail yeah it's like it's like a fucking joe pesci like i don't give a fuck about jail and when i come out when you when you get out of jail when i when i get out i'll be waiting there split your head open etc etc oh boy this is scary i would be terrified yes no yeah she's she's like got she also doesn't know how fingers work you you have you have a different uh, it's gonna be a terrible chopstick well yeah they're not you have different there's too many joints there's gonna be tiny little chopsticks it's gonna your food's gonna drop all over the place yeah you got you got all these uh i forget what they're called flanges in the interview she also claimed to have once been kidnapped by walt disney Okay. And the deceased illustrator, she said, once flew a spaceship and was a member of the Illuminati. Well, I mean. None of this are power moves. This is a crazy person. I think Walt Disney. See, this is where we get back to reality. Walt Disney probably was a member of the Illuminati. Uh, If there is. Yes. Walt Disney was a member of the Illuminati. 100%. Yes. Does that sound crazy? Ada's asked. It sounds like I'm crazy. My mom says they're going to put you back in rule 11 court if you go around telling people. But this is a true story. (laughs) I'm not lying. <laughs> oh my gosh. Her, 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 so her mom's like, baby, you can't, you gotta, 
You're going to go back to rule 11 court. <laughs> I have a lot of crazy thoughts that I don't tell other people. Like I have, I have conspiracy theories and things. Mm -hmm. And that's why I don't want to be in rule 11 court. And oh, man, be, and because I, I just hope for strange things to happen. This woman, I, what I always wonder is maybe she's the smartest one. And maybe she's the one who actually knows all these things. No, about Walt Disney. no, 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 no. I, w I was watching this documentary last night called Beyond the Curve about flat earthers. And they talk about um, how there's like the more you know about something, the less confident you feel that you know about it. You know what I mean? Like if you really understand physics, mm -hmm. you're like, I don't understand physics. Right. However, if you know nothing about physics, you can, you can convince yourself that you know everything there is to know about physics because you don't know how intricate it is. I so get that. flat earth people you know nothing about what you appreciate the depth of knowledge it actually takes yes. to know everything. So it's like the sm the more you learn about something, the less proficient you feel about it because you understand how complicated and impossible it is to understand. Yet if you know nothing, you're like, it's not that hard. It's just <laughs> right. the fucking apple falls. That's it. That's physics. Like, so dumb people are more confident than actually smart people because <laughs> smart people understand I it's really weird. It's like armchair athletes who watch sports and have never played the sport. They're like, yeah. I could probably, I didn't play in high school, but I bet if I did, I could hit a baseball. Yes, like exactly that. Like, that. You know how fucking hard that is? Versus a guy who played in the major leagues is like, I, I can't believe I ever hit a baseball. It's like people who hate professional wrestling. Like, that's stupid. They're just pretending. Like, yeah. you'd be dead in three seconds. You think that's fake? Oh, you'd by the way. You'd literally be fucking dead if I you tried to do this. the Bruiser Brody documentary. Fantastic. Twice. Fan fucking tastic. Weiss. And by tomorrow, and it comes out today, is the uh, the Owen Hart comes out, Brooks. Oh man, it was the the uh, the Bruiser Brody one was so good. It's Viceland documentary on this uh, wrestler uh, who I this year got inducted to the WWE Hall of Fame, uh, and it is the best. Thing if I've you ever haven't seen. checked that out, the Viceland uh, Dark Side of the Dark Side of the Ring is yeah. Just an amazing documentary, I, whether I got, you like wrestling or not. I got stoned with uh, Cornell and we watched Cornell Reed and then we would like get, we would like pause it to tell some other story and then hit play on it and be like, this is a thousand times more interesting than anything we could ever fathom. <laughs> Stop telling these stories. Yeah. This is the best story that there yeah, is. Yeah. And I was the one pausing it, of course. So let's get into some power sports. Oh yeah. Speaking uh, of, wow. What a, what a segue. That's perfect. That's why I use that little baseball tease. Tim Anderson. Uh, the shortstop for the Chicago White Sox, who is arguably one of the top uh, average hitting players in the league right now. I think he's he was one. I think he might be two. He got suspended last Thursday after he hit a home run and he did this dope bat flip. Like bat flips are all. The oh rage, yeah, he like but flipped like, a bat like the Royals it, or something. It looked fucking dope. And I have Tim Anderson I forget. on my team, the Atwater Heartbreak Kids. Uh, big fan of Tim Anderson. So he comes up to. Bat. I love the White Sox, man. Comes up to bat next, and uh, the Royals' Brad Keller pitcher, uh, who's a white dude, plunks him in retaliation for the bat flip. Yeah, and then they go nuts. And Tim Anderson calls him a weak-ass fucking N-word. <laughs> That's what this is. A, and, he could, and Tim Anderson, African-American man, yeah. white pitcher. Sure. I think it's his right. If, you, if, yeah. if a white man throws a fucking baseball in your bat, you, and you're a black man, you could say whatever you want. Oh yeah, no, it's you can't I mean, hate on them for that. I, I the Royals are my favorite team, but I do like the White Sox. It's a hard ass burn, man. Yeah. If someone injures you with a fucking baseball, calls him a, and he doesn't say n word. No, of course I'm, not. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but he he just stands up to him like dog, and he it's fucking awesome. Tim Anderson, 
gets into it, man. And then he got suspended for Friday's game against the Detroit Tigers oh, because he because he because they have a no tolerance policy on hate terms, which I understand. Remember when Chris Sales cut up all of the fucking jerseys? Oh yeah, that's the funniest fucking story of all time. Right. That's not really necessarily offensive. No, but I'm saying he's a psychopath. Oh yeah. Tell the story real quick because you know it better than me. Well, Chris Sale is angry at uh, at management and the. No, he hated that they were wearing like a throwback jersey. Is that what it was? Yeah, he said it wasn't comfortable. Oh, he. Ha- oh, you're right, Brooks. Yeah. See why you having me tell it? Yeah, he hates that. He hates that they're being. He said they don't feel good. He said he said it doesn't help. It was yeah. the, it was like the V-neck jerseys. It, yeah, or he something didn't. That he didn't, didn't like it. Like uh, for his, mo- for pitching. Yeah, they didn't move. He's a sociopath, amazing pitcher. So he pitchers went, are crazy. Yeah, so he goes into the the fucking his own locker room and cuts up every single fucking jersey. <laughs> so they caught him. They're like, Chris, did you cut up the jerseys? And then he won the fucking world. He won. He won the World Series last year. In my head, he's got one of those big, uh, like when you have an opening day uh, mm-hmm. celebration yeah. and you cut the ribbon. He's got the giant scissors. Exactly. <laughs> and he just turns around like, "What? I was just making some Chris, alterations. Were you cutting up the jerseys? And Chris, Chris, these were very expensive. Do you want to get traded to the future World <laughs> Series champions or something? It's like a little kid cutting up his yeah. his Easter suit. Yeah, he doesn't want. I don't want to wear church. my suit. It's not comfy. Yeah, Chris Sale, fucking psychopath who won the World Series. Amateur MMA. Also, did you see? Sorry, Power Sports. Did you see? Did you see that um, Gronk uh, bunted with the Lombardi Trophy and like it dented it? Punted. Bunted. No. What did he do? They were they ch- they had a like at the celebration. They were having they were chucking baseballs as hard as they could. He was like, "I'm gonna go hit a baseball with the Lombardi Trophy," and they're like, "No, he won't." He did. <laughs> it's got a huge fucking dent in it. I, I did see the dent. I didn't see actually. Yeah, what it's he did because Gronk swung it at a baseball. Gronk smash. Yeah, and everyone's like, they were like, if there's one person on the team who could do this and not be like deep shit, it's this guy. Right. Yeah. I would just leave it that way too. They did. It's left. It shows all the trophies, and that one's dented. It's See, really funny. I, I love, I love the idea of like the hockey cups. Oh, the, the how Stanley each cups. each guy gets one day with it. And they they drink beer out of them. They've yeah. got to get dinged up. Yeah, each guy gets a day with the Stanley Cup on the team, and they get to do whatever they want with it. Which always turns into them pounding beer out. Yeah, of yeah, but they take it to like, you know, their hometown or right. whatever where they're from, you know? Right. It's it's really cool. Everyone's lips are all over it. Yeah, the standing cup dropped on the floor. Ooh, that's let's go to that. What's the coolest trophy? I got to go Stanley Cup by far. Um, it's definitely not the MLB trophy. I do not like I hate the Major League Baseball it's so, trophy. It's so dainty. Then you got the Lombardi trophy. It's it's fine. It's fine. And then you got the fucking NBA that one's cool because it's, it's kind of cool. It's sort of cool. But then you got the Stanley Cup, by far the coolest one. The Stanley Cup. I'm going to go with you, Brooks. Stanley Cup, by far the coolest. The Masters, you get that green jacket. That's fun. It's one you get to wear. But Stanley Cup is head and, like, head and shoulders cooler than It's a else. beast. And, again, can drink booze out of it. Right. And they, they scrape your nave on it. And yeah. then once it, it hits out, it goes into the Hall of Fame. Right. It's so much cooler. It's like an evolving trophy. Yeah. It's way cooler than anything else. Got to be. Wow. All right. Well, we just got to the bottom of that. Amateur MMA fighter beats up man jerking off in front of her during a beach photo shoot. I heard about this. I got this off a of dead spin. Usually I use a, a regular uh, uh, like news outlet that I don't give a shit about, but the dead spin article had the best details, so we're using that today. Brazilian mixed martial artist Joyce Vieira was posing for a swimsuit photo shoot on a Rio de Janeiro beach earlier this month when she noticed a nearby man staring at her with his penis out and masturbating. 
Vera first tried using her words to get the creep to cut it out. Oof, no. Like, gosh. yeah, no need for words. No, but I'm saying, like, I didn't know. I thought she just, like, went over and kicked him in the fucking nuts, which would be dope. But no, she was like, hey, don't do that. And he's don't. like, yeah, I'm going to double no, down. No, this guy, this guy is a is ultimate piece of garbage. Uh, when the diplomacy fails, she made use of her highly trained fists and feet. Uh, blah, blah, blah. They discuss the, she discusses all this shit, et cetera, et cetera. When she first saw the man who had been, who has since been identified as 27 year old Jose, Jose Ferreira, Ferreira, Ferreira. He, she didn't register what he was doing upon closer inspection. She noticed that his swim trucks were pulled down. And this is like on a fucking beach Brooks. If you see the photos of this, you can look them up. I saw, I saw the, this um, guy's just photos. off to the side watching a, a swimsuit photo shoot with his wiener out. He's horny. This, I mean, this is the kind of guy who he should get smoked by everyone there. Why did, why was she the only one that went over and took him out? This is where six, seven people involved in that photo shoot should go over and beat this guy into fucking submission on the ground and stomp him. I mean, it sounds like they, somebody did and it was a cool lady. <laughs> the toughest, the toughest person in town. Yeah. Vieira approached Ferreira and asked him to stop, and then that she then she noticed that he was visibly erect, making noises and groaning. Jesus Christ. Wow. Once again she told him to stop, to which she says he replied, Why you don't like it? Come here. You had a you had a solid theory, um, which I don't mind sharing, you might, but it's just why Ronda Rousey was good and not anymore. It's because like Women in UFC was so new that when, once like Hispanic women realized that they could, they, they, they're like, what? You can get paid to fucking knock people. I'm so much t like nobody's tougher than a Hispanic woman. They fucking just shut up, beat the shit out of Ronda Rousey. And fucking now they're just fucking the best. I think a lot of it is it's not necessarily it's not the, the Hispanic. It is um, a woman that comes from like a. A tougher community. That's what I mean. That's and I mean, and fucking, that's not to say that 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 uh, you don't have to tiptoe. Just fucking I, I badass chicks are like like Ronda Rousey's mom was in jujitsu. She was right. in jujitsu, so she trained it and she got good. And then you just got fucking tough chicks who were like, "That's a sport. Right. I'm good at that." And I will say that that a lot of it probably stems from uh, the education system, where uh, a lot of schools, like you, you know, like the tough school in your town, yeah was probably in a lower income area and there were fights all the fucking time. Yes. And those chicks start like fifth, sixth grade where I was probably in three, four fights. I had friends who go to public school Yeah, and it, we're in a fight like every day. Ours like was at every the, fucking day. Our, we have fights at the back lot. It was like meet me in no back gate. Meet me meet at the back gate because that was where you would go. That you were off school property. And one time a kid got like knocked down and was like, yeah. And then he grabbed a he was like on the ground like you just saw him get mad and he grabbed a brick and we were like let's intervene. Like that's when we got in the middle and we're like okay no bricks. We don't <laughs> swing bricks at the back gate. This is this is this is fists only. Yeah, I do I do think that that Rhonda. Um, did have a lot of success just because she was a pioneer and she was good and she was well-trained, but she also came from a little bit of uh, money and prestige because of her mother. And she had, well, she had actual a, training as opposed to just an, street fight. She's an Olymp. She's a bronze medalist in the Olympics. Right. And that takes some sort of someone to take you it, under your wing. Well, also and train takes, them. In a, in a, I'm not taking anything away from her. I'm saying no. to, to win an Olympic medal, the amount of training and like, uh, and, um, fucking, uh, what's it called? Like, uh, De, uh, dedication and 
all that shit is insane. So if you if you win an Olympic medal, you're going to be able to train and be good at whatever you want to do. Absolutely. And then there's the whole issue with, um, uh, like, think about old oldie time NBA basketball. Oh my gosh! Like, yeah, no, I mean, in any were, sport, every those, sport, those evolves. were the best because at the time, those were the players because they were able to get into college and they were able to. Uh, also, America was racist. <laughs> America was very racist. Still is. It still is. Still right. is. Sad. Either way, yeah, sports evolve. We're going down a real rabbit hole here. No, sports. I know, but we could uh, we could get I could we could get going in this for another hour. It's like no matter like I I'm cut. Can I hear you, Brooks? Yeah. I cannot hear you through the microphone. Just keep talking, man. Just keep rolling. I'll figure this mic out. That was when she snapped. It was very surreal. Generally, people who are caught doing this always deny it. No, no, no. He didn't. He continued. And Vera responded by kicking him. This dude punched her back, but the punch made him even angrier, and I wanted to kill him. You can't do this and then try and defend yourself physically after you get busted for jerking your dick. You just need to stand there and let this woman pummel your fucking head in with her, with her shin. That's just how it is. No, I can't hear you at all, Brooks. Vera told Fulha it didn't take long for Ferreira to realize he was overmatched. When the guy saw that it was going to get real, he started screaming. See, this is when this guy turns in a little fucking coward bitch and gets what he deserves. When another beachgoer came to Vera's aid, Vera took off running. After the encounter, she filed a police report. Through the photos of the incident, police were able to identify the dude and arrest him, charging him with sexual harassment. Ferreira has since been released from police custody, and he's denied the allegations, saying she was confused and that he was peeing, not masturbating at the time. Okay. The criminal matter is still ongoing. We'll just leave it. We'll just okay, leave it. Well, I, I want him to hear the torture. There you go. I could hear you for a second there, Brooks. This is not good podcasting. Okay, there you go. I'm back in now. I can okay. hear you now. No, I know. I, I know what's going on. Um, so uh, this is the second Brazilian story where a man tried to hurt a lady or harass a lady. Remember that guy tried to rob the woman? Oh, yeah. And she beat the fuck out of him. This beat was the in Brazil. shit out of him. And now this guy's jerking off in front of a lady. She beat the shit out of him. Brazilian, Brazilian chicks fucking beating the shit out of Brazilian dudes. Right. Pretty rad, man. No, and I think, again, this is like... These guys have gotten away with just being fucking pussies for so long and, and harassing women. Scumbums. And doing creep shit because women previously might have let this go. But in today's climate, I'm these sure women have been, tr they're trained. I'm sure for everyone. fuck I'm, you up, man. Yeah, but I'm sure that for every one guy that gets beat up, 2,000 guys just jerk it. You know what I mean? Like this right. is a rare occasion. This is it's. I'm just saying. I'm but hopefully, we're as a society, we're moving towards where uh, dudes who whip their dick out and, and try and jack off. Of course, of we'll course, get the, we'll get the shit beat out. Yes, of, of course. No, that should always be the case. It should always get the shit. It's beat not out what's going to happen. So. Oh no! I think it's going to happen, Brooks. You got to look. Go. Every chick is going to be a UFC fighter. No, but they just you know they could have a knife. You could have you mace. Could, you could have a mace. You could have yeah. a. You could have one of those ma a mace from like oldie times. You uh, swing yeah. that around, crush sure. the skull in. Okay. Let's get into some P-mail. 
This is P-Mail from uh, D.C. Hi, Mike. Big fan of all your work, especially the podcast and all the food stuff you share on social media. Seabrook, some people enjoy it. Some people love. What, are, oh, what, my, what and, am I yelling at you about? <laughs> well, I, I may, never yell at you about I've your gotten gram. yelled at by it. Uh, Nate Craig yelled at me, and I've had it stick in my craw. But I, I right. haven't. You have it's not. Your thing. You have not. You know that's, what? I, that's your thing. I never yell at you for doing your thing. Speaking of, I want to just dip off to the side for a second, Brooks. Do you remember our, our sexy fireman uh, photo shoot in the bathtub? Oh yeah. Melissa found those in her phone the other day. Oh man, those were they were for a. Uh, show we I know pitching. I know they're 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 even too they're too far for me to even put up anywhere yeah it is that, that was those that cost was money to see that was something that was a great pitch oh sure most of my personal funny stories end up with me in the hospital or jail never anything violent or serious don't worry so I'll spare you those but I do have a question that I hope you can shed some light on what is the best way to use Mountain Dew as a cocktail ingredient Obviously, you can just load whiskey. a glass up with vodka and top it off with no, dew, but whiskey it seems dew. lazy and unoriginal. Whiskey There's dew. got to be a better way. Hope you can help with this. I think you're right, Brooks, because basically when you take Mountain Dew and mix it with whiskey, you've got a whiskey sour. Yeah, it's, it's a poor a, man's it's a whiskey sugar. sour. It's, it's a sugar. It's just a poor man's whiskey yeah. sour. I love whiskey and Mountain Dew. kind of makes me want one. I know. I got to get... I gotta, that's not part of my diet. No, it's not the part of anyone's diet. Yeah, yeah, I know. You shouldn't be... You, I mean, Mountain Dew is questionable in the first place. I broke on Easter uh, my diet. Like, yeah. I like... We have to. Well, no, but like to where it was like... Like, uh, I was like, burn it to the ground. I ordered Domino's pizza and a two liter of Coke. And I just... Well, it's a cheat day, Brooks. Yeah, but I was just like... You know, in the morning, I dumped out the rest of the Coke that I didn't drink, and I was like, "Oh boy!" Oh yeah, that's that's fair. I mean, yeah. that's that's the thing is when you have, when you have cheat day, you got to get rid of all the leftovers the next yeah, day, yeah, yeah. straight in the trash. Either way, don't I eat the old Dominoes. Yeah. Either okay, but go on. So yeah, I'm I'm a whiskey Mountain Dew guy. In writing this, I just remembered a story that I think could be considered a power move. Feel free to use it on the show, but no names, please. Of course, of course. That's why I tell everyone when you send these in. You need to tell me whether you want me to use your name or not. Mm -hmm. My freshman year of college, I went to a small art school in St. Louis, Columbia, Missouri. What? Columbia. Okay. Columbia, there's, Missouri. There's a Columbia art school in St. Louis. Uh, I, I don't know. It's weird because there's a Columbia, Missouri, yeah. where University of Missouri is. This is a confusing. There's a, you, you, whoever wrote this in, you understand it's confusing. Right. Well, it's also I'm trying to process it all. Columbia, Missouri is about an hour and a half drive from St. Louis and is the home of the University of Missouri. All right. Yeah, I know all this. My uncle played football there. I wear a Missouri Tigers hat everywhere. That's where most of my high school friends were students. Naturally, I spent a lot of weekends there. One spring weekend, I was with a group of friends at a house party. Beers, girls, friends, good stuff, nothing out of the ordinary. For some reason that I can't recall, I decided to relieve myself at the tree line in the backyard, a respectful distance away from the house and other guests. See, that's you can't just cruise up on someone doing a bikini shoot and tell everyone that you're taking a leak there. You go as far as possible in the backyard and you face away. And that's how you don't get mistaken or have to lie and get kicked in the fucking head by an MMA fighter. Also, we, we, yeah, just I pee outside all the time. <laughs> you pee outside here? I pee outside all the time. You just go out in the fucking front yard of the if apartment Gab's building? If Gab's showering or something, I go to the alley. <laughs> 
For some reason that I cannot recall, I decided to relieve myself outside of the tree line of the backyard, respectful distance away from other guests. Again, no big deal, except for the fact that at the very moment I went outside, the cops arrived to break up the gathering. When the officers checked the backyard for stragglers, I was an easy mark. Not wanting to escalate the situation and hoping any attempted cover-up could be worse than the crime, I didn't run. Surrendered and hoped for the best. That's the fucking worst, man. When you're at a party and the cops always talk, run, always run, always run. Hit those fences, dog. They don't care. And you run when you get up to like the neighbors' fences. You don't climb. You just grab it and well, you swing your feet over. And you just no, keep moving, you moving, see, moving. Burns, I got the I got the scar on the chin from mm-hmm. diving over a fence, running from cops, uh, knock myself out on a bird bath. Oh, did you get caught by the cops though? Well, that's. They, I did not. They caught my friend and he's a fucking rat and he told him where I lived and they came and got me. I've had this situation happen. We, I, were, I was, we were in jail together. I was drinking. I was at, so angry. I was drinking at a park in, in Saginaw, Michigan and the cops rolled up and I wasn't drinking. So I just stood there. Uh, a bunch of other people where I hadn't had a beer yet. And, uh, they all took off. I just stood there like, yeah. what? I'm just a dude at a park. That's mm-hmm. not my beer. And they're like, yeah. uh-huh. Put me in the car. Yep. They went fuck this and they 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 drove around. I wouldn't tell anyone's name because I'm not so fucking rat. Yeah, it's not how I roll. And they eventually caught the one of the kids and the kid ratted me out and said it was my beer. And I did it. I saw him at a house party the next uh, week. I cranked him in the balls. Yeah. Well, my full, full crank in the balls and uh, that feud never ended. Yeah. The kid who the kid who told him where I lived, he was my freshman roommate in the dorms. And we it like we, we, we would we're still like, hey, what's up? But fuck you, man. It was when we were 20. I'm 32 now. Um, and we were. Yeah, it was so lame. Also, I did the same thing one time where it was a house party. I might have talked about it. And the cops showed up and I wasn't drinking because it was wrestling season. I was like, oh, I can't drink. I'm wrestling. And so I like tell the whole party. I don't even know whose house it is. I'm like, get out of here. I'll handle the cops. I'll take the heat. And I'm like 17. I open up the door. I was like, yeah, no, I haven't been drinking. They're like blowing this. It blow- comes up a point zero one. So I'm like, uh, what? They call my parents <laughs> and they're like, your son's drunk at a party. And I'm like freaking out. Like, cause I'm like, well, my wrestling season's done. You get caught drinking. Right. And, um, I freak out so much, like I'm like crying because I'm like, what? I didn't fucking drink any beer. Like that, the cops are calling me a liar and shit. And uh, I fucking, it was, I hated him so much. And then they're like, fine, if we let you blow again, will you shut the fuck up? I'm like, absolutely. <laughs> yes. And the cops like, well, let's go outside. It smells like beer in here. And we blew outside of blue zeros. He's like, sometimes if it's in the air, I'm like, you fucking just it's yelled at me. It's not fucking weed. Yeah. I was like, dude, I was so pissed. Like they just called me a liar for an hour. There's I not fucking... so much beer in the air that it's affecting a breathalyzer test. I don't know, man. All I know is I had zero lie. beers and it came up a point zero one and i was just like oh i was just so frustrated i was so angry they anyone... knew those fuckers knew um yeah and the, my friend was there who could who's too drunk to leave and uh, he was just on the ground laughing at me he's like brooks is crying <laughs> i'm like shut up with your little mop top hair yeah i was like no oh. i had a shaved head at the time oh wow that, yeah i don't yeah. think i've ever seen young shaved head brooks yeah this is when i've I was only like, seen mop tops i was cabbage patch yeah i was brooks. super into wrestling so i was like you gotta shave your head that's weight off i was so fucking dumb <laughs> holy shit yeah. weight off i was so dumb so this dude surrenders he says uh that didn't work out and i was taken downtown and charged without incident always fucking run un- always run I got bailed out a few hours later, and I think probably a few cold ones afterward. Fast forward to a few months when I have to return to Columbia for my court date. 
I made the decision to represent myself on this charge, as I had no plan to dispute it, only to apologize, promise to never do it again, ask for leniency, and be on my way. <laughs> Makes sense, right? I, I guess. Yeah. I, I'm, I'd be a little fucking terrified at that age to go in and try and represent myself in court. My friend Steve did it once. It's very funny. <laughs> the less logical part of the story is that I decided to stay in a motel a few miles outside of town for the night so I could avoid late night debauchery with my buddies. Yeah, because that's the thing. You get in fucking trouble for like that and you've got a court date the next day. Your buddies do not give a fuck. And they're no. like. Come on, let's go out. You gotta like one You're last You're in town, baby! One last ride before you gotta go to jail, baby. Yeah. That's how it works. I, I had to get up the next early, get dressed, suit and tie. That's called a court date. Whenever yeah. you see someone in the middle of the day with a suit and with a shirt and tie on, it's well, like that's it's called a that's, worker. That's called a court date. Okay, okay. No, if it's one of your friends who doesn't wear those, it's yeah. probably because they had to go to court. Yeah. And uh generally be ready to make a good impression in court. See? Court date. I remember congratulating myself on the mature, responsible decision when I decided I would bite the bullet and drop the $55 on the room, not an insignificant expenditure at the time. You can probably guess what happens next. I arrived at the motel, get settled in, and immediately I'm bored out of my mind and overcome by temptation. That's exactly what happens. Whenever you're staying in a hotel and you're like, I'm, and you're out, you have some sort of business to tend to, you're just so fucking bored and there's stuff to do that you just wander out and it's you're like that's so, when trouble happens yeah that's why i hate that's why i hate touring like in the same city for fucking five nights it's so boring things started innocently with a few feeler texts to my friends wondering if anyone wanted to drop by the motel and have a beer or two with me can't party too hard tonight but down to chill for a bit <laughs> keeping it chill never ends in keeping it chill yeah. you know how it goes one thing led to another, and the next thing I know, I've got about a dozen people crammed into this tiny, shitty motel room, at least half of whom I've never met before. Seems like everyone who walked through the door had a 30-pack of bush under their arm and a handful of Adderalls in their pocket, ready to be crushed and snorted. Oh, and that's exactly what happened. Oh, this is so real. What was intended to be a sober night alone preparing for a legal proceeding on my own behalf turned into one of the most aggressive <laughs> nights of binge drinking, drug taking of my life. This is what happens, man. You, you, you go from zero to 60 when you decide, if you would have just decided in the first place, uh, I'm going to go down to Applebee's, I'm going to have like four beers, eat a whole bunch, come home, watch some TV, fall asleep. He would have probably done that. Yeah. But when you set up yourself to fail and say that I'm going to not do a goddamn thing or hang out with my friends or drink anything. That's what it turns into. One of the most aggressive nights of binge drinking and drug taking of your life. Absolutely. Details are foggy from the, from that point to the next morning. Uh, and the next morning was just complete murder. I was on literally no sleep, so drunk, hungover, cigarette taste in my mouth. The room is destroyed. Got a couple sleeping strangers scattered around. The full experience. Plus, now I'm anxious as fuck because of what I'm about to have to endure in this condition. <laughs> oh, my God. This is, yeah, you might want to just run here, too. Just, yeah. just avoid that court date. And also, the substances, of course. Anyway, I somehow pull myself together, shower, shave, dress, and head to the courthouse and arrive on time. Imagines me sitting in court in a suit and tie, sweating bullets, but also freezing your ass off, thinking you might vomit at any moment. 
dizzy as fuck, almost hallucinating from sleep deprivation, have no idea what's about to happen, and you're about to appear in front of a judge who's going to pass some kind of sentence on you. Not good. Anyway, my name finally gets called, and there's some brief dialogue between the judge and me, ending with her telling me, You seem like a smart young man. Try to be smarter. You will pay a $50 fine and the court ca- to the court cashier, and this matter will be closed. And that was it. I never found out what the worst-case scenario could have been in that situation, but I consider it to be a complete and unmistakable victory and do still to this day. I still refer to this as the time I fought the law and I won. My wife loves it. Thanks for reading and have a good weekend. You paid $50 when you, did, when you shouldn't have. Unbelievable. Either the law won. The law kind of won. The law would absolutely won. You had a miserable day. You had to go to court. <laughs> you paid the money. The law won. 50 bucks is a pretty fair shake. You though. didn't sue the government and get money from it. <laughs> you lost. You had to pay a fine. You did lose. Yeah. You did lose. Fought the law and I lost, but reasonably. I fought the law and I, I fought lost, the law, but reasonably. I fought the law and it didn't destroy my life. <laughs> Fought the law and it just kind of ruined a day. Oh my God. There can't be anything worse than being that kind of situation. No sleep in a fucking courtroom. Going to the airport's bad enough. Going to the airport is is really bad. I'm trying being on an airport. I don't know. What's the worst place to be hung over, Brooks? Oh man. I mean, that sounds bad. It's just uh, about that's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. I I don't know. Just I, I job guess. interview? I guess the airport, like waking up to go to the airport is really bad. I don't know. Even like a job interview, you know, if you're hungover that you can, um, you'll be done in like 20 minutes to 40 oh, and then you I've, can just go to a I've restaurant been, and enjoy. I've been pretty bad. And uh, I'll tell you for me personally, in the last few years, I was never hung over at SNL cause it was just adre- too much adrenaline. It's, oddly Saturday Night Live is the least I drank, uh, because I didn't want to fuck up, but I have been hung over doing big hero six, uh, voiceover. And yeah. that's when you're trapped in a, in a box with no windows Ugh. and you have, you're in there for like that's two hours, you, Brooks. just sweating, drinking coffee. And, and like you're being watched. There's like 11 people on the other side of the window watching you sweat and then telling you how to say things yeah. again. And you have to process that information. Yeah. And then like, I had to like shit and I'm like, okay, uh, I got, I got, t- I got, I don't feel good. And then they're waiting on you and that makes it worse. They know how long, and I know where yeah. you're doing this VO at Brooks. Yeah. And I know where the toilet is because I've used that before in a similar situation. And you and and, and it's you know, terrible. people know. People yeah, know. No, when, I when know. You go these poop, are great. These are great time. people. These are great Disney people. <laughs> that's that's my least favorite place to go to be hungover is in a box with no windows. What about you? Um, God, uh, it's tough. I, I mean, you you freak out about the airport pretty bad. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't like. I don't function well. In a, in a hungover situation, I think that, um, God, what's the worst is I think being at home for me. Oh yeah. Home alone. No, no. Home with my parents. Oh yes. Because. Oh yes. If, if you're home to visit and you go out with your buddies and get banged up and then you're, you know, sleeping in your old room. Or the yeah. And room. then your parents wake you up and they want, they wanted like intense conversation and they're just staring at you and you're like, like please fuck, leave me alone. Like at 7am. Yeah. Anxiety. Like, Pancakes are ready. It's when like, I was, Oh my God. Yeah. When I was in Madison doing, and you Madison. can't like just crack a few light beers, even no, though you you're can't. on vacation. Cause then you're a 
you're some sort of madman alcoholic. Dude, to yeah, your, when to your I was at, when I was doing comedy on state, which is my favorite comedy club on the planet, it's where I recorded my album. I'm friends with the owners and friends with the staff. It's really fun. My parents came to the show Saturday. Uh, but I, so I went out with the staff after the, after the shows up to the bar upstairs and we hang out. I'm with uh, my ex-girlfriend and we get, just get hammered yeah. till like three you're in the morning. Cause then we go town. back, cause Small then we go town. back into the club, back to the bar and you know, I'm behind the bar pouring drinks and stuff. It's so fun. And then my parents, I was going to rent a car. They're like, no need. They, I get the phone call in my hotel, 7 a.m. Jesus We're Christ. We're outside waiting. So I, that was that was a rough that was a rough three hour ride back to with them. You're so panicked. Yeah. And you just wanna you just wanna A, it's like, can I either sleep or have four bush lights? And, and, and you I was can't with, have either. No, I was with Grace and she was like, You have to talk because I'm t- I'm like hungover too. So it was it was balancing. It was sunglasses a, on. That was a tough one. So what do you guys want to do? My mom thing. My mom told literally everyone how puffy I look. I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, I got three hours of sleep. Be puffs. <laughs> yeah, I was puffy. I, she wasn't wrong, but I didn't feel good about it. Power Moves Podcast saves me from a parking ticket. The return Ooh. of the baby dick bandit. Okay, I can't wait. Sup? Kush from Iowa City here. People in Iowa love the program. I, I, Iowa, I'm telling you, Iowa people represent. Which, by the way, fuck uh, Steve King, the, rep- the fourth the representative of the 4th Congressional District. That's uh, Northwestern Iowa, the one who uh, all of Congress said was a racist. And now he, he said today he knows what it was like to be Jesus. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he said that. I'm like, <laughs> dude, shut the fuck up. And the 4th Congressional District is like Western Iowa, where I guarantee they allow hogs to vote. They're just fucking <laughs> idiot meth heads. Like, I hate that he's associated with Iowa. Eastern Iowa, Central Iowa, that's where it's at. That guy fucking sucks. He's a nightmare. I've been meaning to send you all this story for a hot minute and haven't gotten around to it. But since Brooks got a parking ticket last week, I figured it's the least I can do. It's a Friday afternoon last December in Iowa City. Me and my friend Alex decided that on this Friday afternoon, we're going to drink cold ones to the point where our brains were unable to form memories. Yeah, that sounds fun as hell. We decided to go to a primo barbecue joint called Mosley's. Do you know Mosley's, Brooks? No, it sounds new. Sounds primo. It had a righteous buy one, get one on any drink happy hour deal. Boy, man, I tell you what, happy hour, buy one, get one is the best kind yeah, of happy Yeah, there's hour. a really great bar here. Trophy Wife. Trophy Wife that has that all day long. And it's it's it, it, it seems too good to be true. And it's not. It is not. Mm. Buy one, get one. That place and it's already down. It's already on sale. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really enjoy Trophy Wife, the bar. It's in uh, Silver Lake. Before we could start drinking aggressively, though, Alex and I had to meet a friend on the main campus library to acquire a fresh batch of study pills for next week's final exams. I never did that. Like no, that. It's whole- new. It's like I'm I'm the generation where like I I graduated college in 2009 and like. I knew kids who did, had Adderall, but I never, not once ever. And then like, like the next year, everyone was on Adderall. It's wild. I, I don't understand. Like I've, I've, I've taken Adderall as like a party drug and I will never take it again because it just makes me feel like, well, I mean, it's just, it's uh it's, it's meth. 
it's I, a methamphetamine. It's, it, I can't imagine trying to think and do a fucking exam on that. Well, it's like what, what I would do though is I'd like make an Irish fucking, coffee sometimes. It's like a fucking. It's what they give like uh, fighter pilots, man. It's to stay up. Yeah, I'll fucking, fucking cranked. Yeah, you, you're focused. You're think, fucking up. You can't sleep on Adderall. I think you have to have a certain type of uh, brain mentality yeah. to uh, to handle that and be productive i don't i don't think it's mm. for everyone it, it's it makes you cloudy okay but go on i was bummed out at the 15 dollar charge but i wouldn't go down without a fight the ticket had a website for appeal and decided, to, I decided this is iowa city parking ticket too which is five dollars oh, oh it's 15 how much okay. was yours reese my had my head was yours last week 73 <laughs> my Jesus fuck my roommate in college reese had an idea in iowa city because it was not $15. It was less than that. He goes, I'm going to park wherever I want, whenever I want. And I think overall, I'll save money that I don't have to park in parking garages. And uh, he would just, he, would, he had them piled up. But they're like four bucks. Jesus Christ. He would be driving and they'd be stuffed underneath his windshield. I'd be like, are you going to get that? And he would just roll down his window, turn on his windshield wipers and then grab it while he was driving. He'd I'd be, be excited to pay a $4 parking ticket. Oh, I'd be yeah. like, I'm making money. 100%. Yeah. He's like, it's not, it's not, it's not worth it for me to go in the garage. So... I recalled the story about the baby dick bandit. If you haven't heard that episode, uh, go back and find it. It's in the title of one of them uh, from the cast of while back and thought uh, themes from that listener mail work well to incorporate into my appeal. Appeal request is as follows. Sup Kush from Iowa city here. I'm emailing y'all. To, uh, oh, he did. He fucking, <laughs> this is the actual appeal. <laughs> Sup, Kush from Iowa City here. I'm emailing y'all today to send an appeal to my recent parking ticket. Although my 2001 Silver Cadillac Seville Luxury sedan was temporarily in an area that isn't normally reserved for parking, I believe that circumstances surrounding the violation should warrant a reconsideration. I arrived at the library at approximately 3.40 to pick up my friend Alex. Alex has been down on himself lately. <laughs> He was recently the victim of a vicious incident of bullying and cyberbullying. The incident involved an ex-lover of his hanging up posters around campus with his name, face, and a comment disparaging the size of an organ in the bathing suit area of his body. To make the matter worse, Alex was viciously cyberbullied for the endeavor and has yet to recover his social media clout. I would attach a photo of the posters, but it does contain language that is less than PG-13 and I think would be inappropriate to share with the University of Iowa parking office. He takes the baby dick bandit story Great. and uses it and uses not it. Not even on himself. Not on himself. Not uses, even on himself. Uses it for a fake story to get on a fucking parking ticket. The thing about Alex is... The one thing that cheers him up is getting big, bold flavors, and that's what I was about to deliver. Earlier that day, I made a batch of my famous Swag Time Dragon Breath Chili. It has four different types of peppers, all of which are roasted in the oven before I add them to the pot. Roasting your peppers before adding them really brings out the complex flavors. Sautéed onions, spicy Italian sausage, ground 90% lean beef, kidney beans, and 14 secret spices that don't need to be divulged in a brief explanation describing one's innocence in a parking violation. This is great. I went to pick up Alex at the Bray so we could eat chili, and I thought it would be a regular pickup. But with expo explosive flavors comes explosive digestion events. I sampled the dragon's breath chili before I arrived and it was knocking at the back door. I couldn't wait. I quickly ran into the library to relieve myself only to find a parking violation on my front windshield. Thank you for reading my appeal 
and it would be much appreciated if considered. Keep rocking, Cush. The appeal was approved by the parking office. They, I mean, dude, it's just like, it's like, hey, man, this guy is putting the work in. Let's give it to him. You would laugh so hard at your boring ass job at this. Yeah. You would be like, yeah, man. I guarantee you it's student run, too. So it's some students that's like, yeah, this is awesome. The appeal was approved by the parking office and he saved a cool 15 bucks. P.S. Please make an Iowa City Power Move shirt. I'd totes buy one. I should make one of those, Brooks. I mean, seems like a lot of work. No, I could, I could, I could, I could whip that up. All right. I think that. Oh, you have a Michigan State one, don't you? Yeah, I have Michigan State and Ar- Ann Arbor ones. Okay, yeah. They're just I mean, East Lansing and Ann Arbor. They're not uh, Yeah, you school. do Iowa City. I mean, Iowa City fucking rules. Yeah, we have a lot of Iowa listeners. I, I bet they dig on Iowa City power moves. Yeah, too. everybody in Iowa likes Iowa City. That's like the one thing that everybody agrees on. Unless you're an Iowa State fan and you think Ames is cool, then you're a dork. Let's close it out with them. Power groove. Uh, I, I have two things. I, uh, I, was at, I was hanging out with Vince the other day, and uh, he played uh, from small things, big things, one day come. It's... Uh, it's a the River Sessions, uh, Bruce Springsteen outtake that's on like that that what? set. And it's when when he re, like I think it was a year ago he toured and just played the entirety of yeah, the river. Yeah, I went to that. Well, there's the vinyl set that has all the outtakes okay. that weren't on the album. I was at that. Yeah, I went to that concert. That's the most expensive second date I've ever went on. <laughs> I met some girl on mushrooms at Austin. It South by Southwest, and then like she's like, I'm from LA, and I was like, Oh, cool. So then when we got back to LA, I got us floor seats up front for that. For that, it was like a fucking nine hundred dollar date. It's it fucking a, crazy, it's Brooks. A, it's a terrible date too because he plays for four hours. He doesn't take any breaks, so he's like, Yeah, thanks for that one. I'm like, So where are you from? Like, and she's like, Uh huh. And then he just fucking goes into the river, and you're like, This is great. If you want to hear that, uh, you can find it on on like Spotify on the Essential Bruce Springsteen. That was that one uh, box set that came out, and it's also on the uh, Ties That Bind River Collection box set. Very cool, fucking great song. I was at, I was at the Roost with Brooks and with not Brooks with uh, Vince, and he and I was like, I haven't heard this. Like I've heard all the Bruce Springsteens, yeah. and I was like, this is a great fucking song. Mm-hmm. Turns out it's from there. Also, uh, I, I recommended this to you yesterday. Uh, Tyler Ramsey, the former guitarist. Yeah, I listened to it. I like it. Of Band of Horses. And uh, the bassist, Bill Re- Reynolds from uh, Band of Horses, uh, released an album. Uh, it's just by solo by Tyler Ramsey called uh, For the Morning. Um, and they were on the, the last Band of Horses album, Why Are You Okay?, which I really, really liked. But this, I think, shows like Tyler Ramsey was the real fucking... Uh, top dog of Band of Horses, and this is probably why this dude left. I don't think they even had a beef. I think he's just like, I got to move on. Sure. It's, it's so fucking dreamy, and like, I can't wait for summertime. That's like, we used to put on, there's certain records me and you, Brooks, will put on, they're just on throughout the day. Yeah, my, the it one ma- I, it matches the, it matches the air, like the, the warm, dewy summertime morning air. Yeah, the one that I'm on that I what haven't stopped playing is the My Morning Jacket 4 album live Okonokos or That's whatever. Great. Uh, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go with that one. I remember uh, buying that hard copy. <laughs> so expensive. Oh yeah, I buy. I used to buy spend so much money on records. Uh, but uh, the Dante by My Morning Jacket has been what uh, I've been listening to the most lately. That's incredible. I've been listening to a lot of MMJ. They're the best. I can't wait. I'm seeing them at Red Rocks with all my idiot pals. So if you're at, at the, if you're at Red Rocks in Denver, you can meet all the ca- Reese will be there, Steve will be there, everybody. All, I talk all the about. hits. All of the fucking idiots are gonna come and they. Uh, so I gotta go. Do you have an actual plug, Brooks? 
Oh yeah, come to my show May thirtieth uh, in New York City. It would mean so fucking much. Uh, I'm doing it. It's super important. It's my new hour, and uh, people are coming. Who, uh, if they uh, decide yes, it would fucking be huge for my career. And Brooks, you're you've guaranteed to try. It's the Brooks guarantee. This is a it's, polished, actual one hour of bang, 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 great. Comedy. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be great. I guess I'm I'm trying to sell it out early. Because uh, that would really reduce anxiety. So if you live in New York City, it would mean a lot if you came. Uh, and it's only eight bucks. Guys, please and thank you for those five stars on iTunes. Love, love, love it. Also, if you want to pick up the Mother's Day uh, wine tumbler, it's just like it's like one of those Yeti uh, dealies, but it's for it's wine great. or cocktails. They look great. There's 12 colors. You can order it on the 25th for a guaranteed Mother's Day delivery. If that doesn't happen, I will send you a big, big apology video. Uh, also, you can go check out uh, the new Really Looking Forward to the Weekend, you guys. Oh, T-shirts I saw, on Power Moves I, with Mike Burns. I saw that you printed it out and you did it. Yeah. There I've got to I've got to do a little the brass grommets. Uh, but you it, have but explain what you did. For the for the Patreon. If you're a member of the K Money Club which gets you the after dark episodes, gets you the power moves chapters, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, other exclusive content, uh everyone is getting a copy of Roadhouse Paint Still Don't Hurt printed out uh three hole punched bound and signed by Carl Welzine himself. I think there's only going to be, a, I printed some extra. There's like 10 more that, that if you sign up, you can get after that, I'm going to cut it off because yeah. it turns out it's real hard and it's, it's an awful lot of stuff. It's very expensive. It's, it became very, very expensive. I sold. And I it's still fair. It's fair for what people give for, from the, from the Patreon, but it added up a lot and it's real fucking hard and just formatting that and everything I, yeah, is been I, a huge I made, undertaking. I made this mistake at my, when I, I made a bunch of posters for my album recording and then I just, for people who couldn't come, I was like, Hey, I'll send them to you if you want. And like tweet at me. And it was maybe like 200 people wanted the posters. Yeah. And it turned into my full-time job for like a week in New York. Oh yeah. This has been a, a huge amount of time and I'm not complaining. These are really fucking cool. And if you reread it, it looks cool. It, it's great. It's, it's, it's very fun. So head over to the, the Patreon. And after that, Brooks, uh, we're going to do beer koozies. I decided I got a vendor. Doing like exclusive beer koozies for the summertime Sounds for great. the daddies. That's great. Pretty sweet. Be looking forward to the weekend, you guys. Rocking a Detroit groove to some American dudes out making power moves.